Hey, what's up? This is Taja V. Simpson. You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. And always remember, the dream is real. You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. Featuring Pod of Thrones and the Shiznit. This is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Shiznit Show. I'm your boy, your host, Dino Red, and I have with me my ride or dies, Miss Dejon Monique. Hey, hey, hey. What's up, world? The man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Pip Lilly. Oh, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> we are all here. That's right. That's right. Oh, man. Let me start by saying my girl, Dejon, oh, my gosh, she came in here and just blew me and Pip out the water. She's just like all love and with balloons and candy and donuts and mm-hmm. gifts and just like mm-hmm. wow just mm-hmm. showered showered us with all showered. kinds of valentine love oh my god it was just so sweet so great thank you so no much problem. i was on time today she too. got me one of the she was on time today i think that was like the most important gifts on gifts right we had, on bless gifts and blessings we had get, uh guests for a month straight she could not get here as soon as the, no guests she get here on time when it matters less but it still matters Matters. And then she got me like the most thoughtful yet unnecessary gift ever. <laughs> you know what? Because she got me the last gift she oh got me was God. a coffee mug, one of those kind that keep the coffee warm and everything. Like a travel coffee mug, right? Travel coffee and it's mug. it's part metal. I wasn't sure if if it was microwavable. Or didn't want to take a chance. I asked her. She knew if it was. She said she didn't know. So I didn't put it in the microwave. I thought that it was. Obvious. I really wanted you to put it in the microwave. Why are you really trying to blow my shit up? <laughs> because if you had to ask me, then go and stick it in there. <laughs> not everything that's metal, though, is or has metal on it is like not can go. I mean, my microwave has a metal shelf. Okay. So, you know, the, I don't exactly understand what's the difference. I just know that just because it's got some metal in it doesn't necessarily mean it can't go in the microwave. That's why I said try it. So, try it. yeah, I didn't try it. But so she brought me back <laughs> all these paper cups, a pack of paper cups. <laughs> To, to for travel that I could put in the microwave yeah. or whatever and you that was very microwave. sweet and so super unnecessary but you could put really, those in really the microwave great. you could take it you could throw them away they are yeah you can keep them you could reuse them for a while yeah, yeah. See, they're nice they, they, they oh, are hell no <laughs> that's, real, that's real nice so you love Dino but you hate the environment oh I'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> I said that that's cool you could reuse them for I'm a just messing with you girl baby girl that's so nice of you thank you for the gifts no yes problem. thank you so much Talk about gift. your gift, Pip. My gift, I, of course, I have the balloon, and then I have a water bottle. I like this little mini rose that's in here. That's really, really cute. Yeah, you I love it on your shirt. Flower. Oh, it's a, like a corsage-like thing? Yeah. Something? 
Okay. Oh, this is nice. All right. Mm. I hadn't explored it deeply. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then I had. What is this? Th- this thing that's made of cloth. Are those socks? They're socks. Socks. Oh my god. So you like these socks? Black oh. socks. I got some too. I like black socks too. And they're really the, oh, and, they, and they're the ankle kind too. Just mm-hmm. the kind I wear. Oh my mm-hmm. god. Ankle kind. Mm-hmm. Oh okay, you know what? I got two real sisters. They need to go on their game. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I right. told them they're the only people in my life that's worth buying some shit sometimes, so I had to get them some things for Valentine's Day. Oh. Show my appreciation. Hey, now. Appreciate my brother. I never celebrate Valentine's Day, even when I was dating somebody. Really? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. How you get away with that? Because I don't right. believe in that bull. Oh, and, and you and you date men, too. Mm. So I got into a, a big fight with a guy behind Valentine's Day. I believe that. Yeah. He was telling me that his some girl that he used to mess with was having a birthday party on Valentine's Day and we should go. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't end well. <laughs> that conversation didn't end well. Mm. Eh, I don't know. Yeah. I could kind of see both sides of that one. Mm. I could see both sides I'm of sure that one. I'm sure you could. <laughs> he did end up admitting that he was trying to kill two birds with one stone. Really? I'm telling you, these niggas ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I'm you. Mm-mm-mm. Well, you know, I had a birthday this week. Happy, Happy birthday. belated birthday. Thank you. Thank you so much. But I want to say this. Uh... Jason and Mindy, you guys are so sweet. Thank you guys for the birthday shout out. And it made me feel really bad because Jason's birthday was the week before mine. His was actually the Sunday before on the 28th of Aww. January. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know that until like Monday or well, I think when they did their Monday show is when I found out. And I was planning on wishing him a happy birthday on the 4th last week, mm-hmm. which was only been a few days after. But if it slipped my mind. I'm so bad. There's so many things I, you guys just don't know. When I'm yeah. like doing the show and get caught up, I forget things so much, so much. I when we first started the show, I used to forget to press record like a lot. In fact, <laughs> let me look and see. <laughs> you know, that's a common thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I I used to. I'm. It's been knock on wood. That's not even wood, but knock on wood, I haven't done it in a minute, but I used to do it a lot, and we would be Ooh. like, and have gas, and we'd be like, it was so embarrassing, Ooh. and so just like, oh my God, I just, huh. but anyway, I said that to say this, that um, I, I'm sorry that I'm so late with this, but uh, here's a special uh, birthday shout out to you, Jason, my man. It's your birthday, so I know you want to ride out, <laughs> even if we only go to my so this is goes to all the january and february all the aquariuses wishing you all a lot of birthday, birthday sex. sex that's right <laughs> I'm especially wishing Dino Red lots of birthdays. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good luck with that, Dino. More power to you. I hope it works out for you. <laughs> we actually And you ha- too, Jason. <laughs> lots of birthday sex for you. We had a... Uh, actually, it was Gwen Mont, uh, a fan who... Uh, has been riding with the show for a while. She asked me about the if I was going to bring back the birthday sex. And we just don't have time to do it every episode like I was doing for a while. I tried it out. And it was okay, but it didn't really do what I wanted it to do. And I didn't. it didn't elicit the same type of response that I was hoping for. Mm-hmm. So I kind of dropped it just for time's sake. But I think I'm going to bring it back for a special 
special little birthdays like my my man Jason awesome. over there. So had to bring that one back for but Jason. But yeah, and uh, speaking of Jason and the show and time and all that stuff, we have a lot today, lot, lot, lot going on. So we're going to go ahead and get this thing started, like right quick, right now. News and noteworthy. The shiznit. Uh, before we get started, can I tell you guys what happened to me the other day? Okay. So the other day when I came home from work, I parked my car on Wilshire Boulevard. I walked toward my car. When I got up, you know, you know, I, I cleaned. So I got up to my car, put my bucket down, my mop and my broom down, and I was about to put my key in the door, and I noticed that it was somebody sitting in the passenger seat on video chat. So I took a step back and looked like, oh, maybe this isn't my, I'm at the wrong car. Like, no, this is my car. I looked at the sign. Like, no, this is where I parked. And no, somebody is really sitting in my car. It was some girl. She was sitting in my car doing a video chat. So I opened the door and I said, what are you doing in my car? How did you get in my car? And she was like, is this your car? I was like, what do you mean? Is this my car? She was like, this is not your car. I was like, this is my car. This is not your car. This is my car. <laughs> She's telling you this is not she your car. She told me that it was not my car. So I was like, get out my car. And she was like, no. And I was like, get your ass out my car. And she was like, hold on, let me find my shoes. Oh, my God. <laughs> the bitch didn't have no shoes on. She was big chilling in my in my car. So How, how like, old was she? I don't know. I mean, she had to be in her 20s. Okay. She had to be like in her 20s. Okay. I'm going to give her that. She was drunk. She was really drunk. Oh, okay. So, uh, so she... Uh, re- what time is this? It was like uh, 10 o'clock. It was not even that late. Okay. It 10 o'clock, like a.m., no, 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 p.m. No, p.m. It was like 9.30. It wasn't even 10 o'clock. Okay. It was like 9.30. So it was dark. It was dark. It was nighttime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was nighttime. It was nighttime. It wasn't that dark. It had street lights on the street. So anyway, I had to grab her by her arm and her hair and I'm Uncle feel her. Uncle feel her out of my car. <laughs> <laughs> I really did. Wow. Uncle feel the girl out of my car. She did not want to get out. She did not want to get out. And then her shoes, they were on the on the sidewalk by the light. <laughs> I was like, your shoes are over there. <laughs> don't you, how you know those was her shoes? I don't know. <laughs> go get those shoes. She's drunk. She don't care. <laughs> go get them shoes. Put them on. You don't lock your car door? They, my doors were locked. Then how'd she get in? I, she used her white woman powers. I don't know. <laughs> oh, she's a white woman? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I don't know how she got in my car. Does I this did change lock the my story doors. for you because she's white? No. It's just an interesting detail. <laughs> <laughs> she was in my car on video chat. She was video chatting somebody. Well, you got to, you know, keep your social media. That's fans hilarious. <laughs> so, so, yeah, Monica, I'm in a car, and I'm just chilling. I'm so tired. I'm just going to sit. Here's a car. I'm just going to sit here, girl. Right? Oh. <laughs> and you know what was crazy? When I got home, when I got home, I parked my car. I was on the phone with my neighbor. I'm telling her, like, oh, my God, I can't believe this has happened to me. And I left something in my car. So I turned around to go back and get it. And, like, I unlocked the door. And when I opened it, the alarm went off. So I was like... Okay, what did she do to my car? Because why is the alarm going off? Why is the door tripping? I don't understand why somebody just... How you randomly get in the car? I, she was in my passenger seat, too. <laughs> she wasn't even in the so driver. My, the passenger my, seat. my takeaway from this story is that Dejan is not racist at all because she gets assaulted by every type of woman. Every time. Last mm-hmm. time was Asian. Yep. This time was white woman. Mm-hmm. I know there's some black women in here. I'm just waiting for those stories. <laughs> I don't have altercations. Black women know better. You than have a lot of altercations with somebody who don't have altercations. <laughs> I don't. 
<laughs> before these two, before the meter. By the way, I think you're gonna have to change that to I didn't used to have. I didn't used to have a lot yeah, of altercations. Yeah, okay. I got a call. <laughs> I got a call. They found the lady who assaulted the meter maid who assaulted me. Okay. And the case is going to the district attorney. She's going down. Wow. She's she being prosecuted. Uh huh. L.A. Dot. They wow. found her. We need one of the Law and Order drops, not for that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. For real. I'm not playing with these people out here in these streets. Oh, Y'all know okay. I'm one year off probation. This is my one year anniversary. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Back that shit up. <laughs> you just going to throw that out there like that. You on probation for what? One I'm, year, miss? I never have altercations. <laughs> I'm off probation for one year. Okay, you've been for off. For parking one. tickets. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, I'm not. Oh. Violence. Think every black girl ain't crazy. You <laughs> just because, just because every black girl ain't crazy, don't mean your ass ain't crazy. <laughs> Not saying that you are. I'm just pointing out the flaw in your argument. I'm gonna put it out there. She's crazy. Okay. <laughs> She's so crazy. In a good way, though. Oh my God, she got in a non-dangerous way to me. Yeah, <laughs> in a non-dangerous way. But keep up the crazy because these are good for the show. I love these stories. Oh my God. Did you guys, what would you guys do if you if you if you came to your car, you came to your car, and there was somebody sitting in the passenger? Oh, I probably almost exactly yeah. word for word. You, I, <laughs> okay. I command that they get out, and then they get in, and then I, th- I throw their ass out. Okay, yeah, Uncle Phil. This is not girl. even your yeah. car. I'm talking to Monica. <laughs> if he looked down the street like this, is it your car? She's like, bitch, show me your registration. I'm like, <laughs> this isn't your car. This is my car. I, I, I'm in it. Right. <laughs> Possession like, is nice. Nice sense of the law. <laughs> She didn't want to die. She didn't want to die. She didn't want to die. And I told her, I told her, I was like, you better go get them shoes and you better be gone by the time I put my mop and my bucket in the car because if you're still here, I don't know how I'm going to feel. I had a sock too. (laughs) I'm telling you. She was looking in my car for something. What did she say after you threw her out? Did she have anything? She said, oh my God. (laughs) Like, how dare you? Right as her face and her shoulder hit the pavement. Oh my God. I have never been treated so rude. <laughs> she was like, Hollywood oh is the God. worst. And I threw my oh shit. My God. And I had with the Target, I had my $12 conditioner. That's the first thing that I checked for. I'm surprised you didn't call the police. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not violent. No, no. She, uh, I checked my car. She didn't steal anything. Mm-hmm. Nothing was like broken or damaged. So I was like, she was just like a drunk I'm just saying some people, girl. that's the way they would handle it. They would have called 911 on their phone and had the police come and kick her out. No. That's how I tried to give her. I tried to give her an opportunity. She did did some L.A. law. (laughs) I tried to give her an opportunity. She She was already in the wrong. Some D.D. law. (laughs) I had to take a step back and make sure I was at my car. All right. (laughs) She was like, wait, what's my license plate? (laughs) No, this is where I parked. I'm never going to text here again. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's hilarious. So uh, I had a case of jalapeno dick. What the hell is that? <laughs> you don't know what jalapeno no. dick is? I don't either. Like fire shoot out of Will you eat a jalapeno and touch your dick? <laughs> Ooh, that, that'd be painful. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let me tell y'all about jalapeno dick. So I was cooking some gumbo. Ooh. And uh, cutting up some jalapeno. And I was multitasking. You know, I was doing several things. I was like, um, you know, I was getting my social media on. I'm like chopping up vegetables. I'm taking a, a podcast course. So you guys don't know. Y'all think we just come here and just 
throw this shit together. We do all kinds. I take all kind of audio like, classes. Yeah, you, you do. Pod, pod <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> I, I do, and other people like Jason. Uh, he's the one kind of talking me into this class. We're taking it together. And we, we put in a lot of work producing and bringing this show to you guys, but that's, that's beside the point. I don't want to get sidetracked, but just letting you know. You know, we don't just come here and just, we put a lot of effort and time into honing our crafts or whatever. But speaking of Jason, I'm blaming Jason for this. Jason, Jason, oh <laughs> Dana Goldberg gave Dino Red Jalapeno Dick. It's, oh, it's Jason's fault. And that it's, doesn't sound good. It's, it's not gay at all, so get your mind out the gutter. <laughs> uh, yeah, because. I was taking that class that he put me on to and multitasking, doing all this kind of stuff. So I'm blaming it to him. I'm blaming it on him. It's his fault. Uh, yeah. Jason gave me jalapeno dick, Mindy. Uh, so I was uh-huh. cognizant. You know, I know that when you when you cooking with peppers, never touch your face or any place mm-hmm. sensitive like that. So I was very cognizant of not touching my face, you know, but I guess it, it slipped my mind. Did not touch a dick? When I went to the restroom. <laughs> I went to the restroom. Like I said, I was doing a lot of things. I had to go. I was like, oh, okay, let me go pee real quick. Went to the bathroom, whatever. I meant to wash my hands first. I think, I guess, I guess it slipped my mind. Anyway, so I wash my hands afterwards, of course. Go to, the, I come out. Ooh. And I get on the phone. I'm talking to my niece. My niece is a, a, a newly nurse, newly become nurse, whatever. And she was talking about how, you know, she's basically playing like nurse detective where she has to solve, you know, figure out what's going on with her, right. her uh, patients, ah, you know, and she mm-hmm. was so proud of herself because she came up with what was wrong with her patient. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, speaking of diagnosis, I was like, what do you do? And I didn't want to tell my niece my dick was burning. Right. <laughs> I didn't want to give her a hunk, a hunk of burning love. <laughs> like, so what do you do when you get like jalapeno, like pepper juice? On the, you know, like on your skin or whatever. And she's like, you know what? I don't even know about that one. She's like, that happened to me. I was cutting up some habaneros and my fingers were burning for a week and I don't know what to do about that. And uh, I had heard like, you know, you use milk and things like that. So I was like, okay, well, let me call you back. And I got off the phone <laughs> oh because the longer it goes, the longer it burns, right? right? So it's starting to really get hot right about now. Oh right? my God. So I'm running to the refrigerator and I'm grabbing milk, cream. Butter and margarine, <laughs> <laughs> and running into the bathroom, I jump in the shower, oh my and I'm God. pouring milk and cream, <laughs> oh my God. and butter and margarine all of my oh. junk. Oh my God! Oh my goodness! Oh man! And then you know, and so then after that, I, I after I milk does your body put, good. Put that on there. <sighs> You should have filmed that. You probably would have made some money. <laughs> yeah, I'm not interested in making that kind of money. <laughs> and, but did it, work? Uh, it did work. Oh. It did work. It 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 stung for about an hour. Mm. Oh, that's a long time. It is, but it's not as long as like you know could have been. Come. Yeah, it could have been like days and hours and hours. But yeah, it was about an hour. But oh, in that hour, it got progressively better. It wasn't like at full the whole hour. But yeah, it, it lasted about an hour and it was gone. And so yeah, it worked. What do you it think worked. helped the most? I don't know. Cause I just, just, you think I was like cream, wait five minutes. No, I just was like dump cream, milk, butter, margarine, to like put it all on there. <laughs> I was like, cause I'm, I'm like, I'm going to fix this. <laughs> oh my God. Where that cream cheese? Oh, and I, and I put a little, cause I also heard that other, other oils also help like olive oil or something. So I had some CBD oil. I'm like, well, they, they okay. act like that's the cure all for everything. So I use some of my, I'm like, I'm putting some, some weed juice on my dick. <laughs> 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 well, that makes sense. I, I have heard of all. The pain. Yeah. Right? Huh. I have heard of all. Yeah. 
So yeah. that that was jalapeno. Butter, dick. butter, and high dick. I <laughs> cannot. <laughs> yeah, Damn that's it. crazy. Fire. <laughs> well, you guys have, have you guys you guys Ooh. never heard of jalapeno dick, but have you heard of a poop knife? No. That sounds what? dangerous. <laughs> people i've heard the story a while ago and i've been waiting on like the right time to introduce it to the show because i don't really do a lot of we don't we don't do a lot of bathroom stuff just because like i'm not really into that kind of humor to me that's like frat boy kind of like nothing against whatever that's your thing i'm just like to me the bathroom and all that happens there is like a no-fly zone you know it's not nothing to really be talking and joking about or whatever and you know i'm like not even in the anal or nothing so anyway me either i was like okay well since i'm talking about jalapeno dick i guess today would be a good day to bring a poop knife since we're already doing you know kind of bathroomy humor a uh, poop knife is a story that went viral from reddit okay reddit is if you guys don't know is a kind of a <clears throat> it's kind of old school actually it's it's like it's a kind of a throwback to when the internet first started mm-hmm. when you just had like chat rooms and stuff mm-hmm. and reddit is just like this it's like a board like you just go there and met like a message board and people just post all different types of topics and just have conversations about them and they do a lot of uh we got another story coming on coming up in the, uh later on in the show that uh started on reddit and people just go in there and they reveal all types of things so this one guy goes in there <clears throat> and he tells a story about a poop knife and he talks about how, in his family, huge dumps are the norm. And he doesn't know if it's genetic or their diet or what. But these just big-ass dumps that won't go down the toilet. Like, you flush the toilet, and it just spins, and it won't go, won't go down because oh it's God. so huge, right? So for that, and since that's such a common occurrence, they have as a solution, they take an old rusty knife, a uh, kitchen knife <clears throat> that is no longer used for anything else, uh, any other purpose. Better not be. And they ha- they hang it in a laundry room. Why is hang is hung in the laundry room and not in the bathroom someplace under the sink or whatever? I have no idea. A lot of people ask that question later on, but that's where it is. And it was a common thing that they would yell out, "Hey, so and so, whoever, bring me the poop knife, right, from the bathroom, so that they could they could handle it." That's wow, nasty. right? Wow. But wait, though. So this is the thing. Remember, we talked about uh, a couple shows ago how when you grow up a certain way and you don't have anything to compare, compare to or whatever, you, you, a lot of times you don't know what's normal, what's not. Right, normal. right, you just right, think right, everybody, right. Well, everybody got a poop knife, right? <laughs> and that's what this guy thought because it's not like something you talk about in public, right? So he just thought everybody had a poop knife. So fast forward to twenty-two years old. Uh, he's over his homeboy's house who happens to be the neighborhood uh, uh, weed dealer. So <laughs> consequently, dude always has a house full of people because they come by, they buy weed, they stop and they smoke and they, they eat and they hang out. You yeah, know how it is. Shit. Yeah. Right. So he had to take a big one, went and blew up his boy's bathroom. And uh, did this fool holler out for a poop knife? He yelled out for a poop knife. Oh my god! First and he all, was like, "What? Well, doing shitting over somebody else's house? <laughs> that big? Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. No. Sometimes you you can't always. You gotta take a polite. You know those move. people. Those people like you amaze me that they have such perfect control over their bowels that they can decide <laughs> when and where they are. I, no, I, I go somewhere else. I understand that sometimes you just gotta. I, I recognize it's not ideal. And I am with you. I do not want to, but I'm not going to sit here and say I have never done it. I have done it. I, I had this one friend. She made me do it. <laughs> like, like I was trying to leave to go home to my house or whatever. She figured out what I was trying to do. Uh, and she was like, you got to go to the bathroom, huh? You got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> you got to take a shit. 
Nigga, go in there and she shit. Was, yeah, she basically, she <laughs> held me captive, made me go use her bathroom or whatever. Oh, shit. Nobody cares. So, you know, sometimes you just have to. So mm-hmm. anyway, and especially like, in, no, you don't drive Pip like me, so you should, uh, you should, you're going to tell me that your non-trying, your no-car driving ass ain't never got stuck somewhere where you had to take a shit and it wasn't like I've never been to a party or a place where it's full of people in somebody else's house where I would make their place smell like shit. Well, ever. Kudos for you. Anyway, most of us ain't that lucky. Anyway, this dude... I don't discriminate. He called out for the poop knife. Of course, this dude, you know, drug dealer man, had no idea what the fuck is a he's poop knife. About, right. He's like, what, what? And he's thinking, okay, okay. I know he's got one. Maybe he uses a different name, right? And he's like thinking, like, what other name could it be or whatever? And he's like, what the fuck is a poop knife? And so then, of course, by then, like, everybody in the whole house is laughing at this dude. Oh, my God. So the guy goes home and he tells his wife. His wife is equally horrified and comes to find out that the knife in their laundry room that she'd been using as a utility (gasps) knife. No, not to cook. Just a as utility, a, like a tool, like to open up Amazon boxes yeah, and stuff like, like that, right? Yeah. And uh, so she was uh, like, "Okay, I'm I'm getting my own knife." <laughs> <laughs> oh my! But yeah, God. this this savvy. story has gone all over the place. It's it, I've seen it like on boards, like in the UK and every place, and it it, it it's like gone it, it's just viral. You know, in Vietnam, they used to, they did they would put feces on like the the stakes and stuff like that. They they would put out in the jungle in the fields and stuff like that. So if a soldier got caught on something like that, even though they didn't die on the stake, the, the, the infection the infection would kill uh-huh. kill him. Wow. Yeah, they played dirty. Ooh. The Viet Cong, they played dirty. Well, that's what they had. They didn't have yeah. the technology. They right. did what they do what you gotta do. Yeah, oh. and they kicked ass too. Yeah. Doing that. They kicked ass with those little low down, dirty, <laughs> sneaky techniques, boy. Oh <laughs> my God. So yeah. So uh, damn poop knife. So now jalapeno dick doesn't sound so bad, does it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it doesn't. Right? Right, <laughs> if you had your, if you that had lady to was opening her Amazon boxes with a poop knife. Yeah. Oh well. Yep. It is what it is. I wonder what, what did he end up using at the drug dealer's house. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Ooh, that's a good question. Ooh, maybe he used the little plunger thingy. Or the plunger, the, the wand, the, the wand, oh. or the, the toilet cleaning thingy. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I throw that away. I throw the whole bathroom away after that. Throw it all away. Lyft passenger killed in fatal hit and run on freeway after driver demands his he exits vehicle. Why? How you gonna put somebody out on the freeway? Yeah. 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 That's well. You know what? And and to play to play driver's advocate, (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna say like some of these people they get drunk. And they really don't know how to handle their liquor. They really go overboard. And he's saying he's saying that the guy was like grabbing the wheel. Okay. You know, he's saying he didn't have. That's what he's saying. We don't know because we is just his oh, word. The other guy yeah. is died. The other guy died. But um, yeah, he's See, saying he didn't have a choice. He's saying that he was. He kept telling him to go faster, and he was grabbing the wheel. And he said he had to put him out because he was going to kill him. I can understand. I can understand that he had to put him out. I can also understand if he knows that, that the guy is drunk and he's doing that kind of stuff. Again, that's the all the more reason to get to someplace safe to drop him off. Right. True. True that. But I would argue that not even off ramp. If you can't, if he won't chill long enough for you to get to the off ramp, you know what I'm saying? And it's like you're on the freeway, and it's like I kind of understand that if that's really what happened. You know, I, I don't think it's the driver's fault that he got killed. 
but I think he could have used more judgment in doing that. That's all. He just wasn't looking out for his fellow man. Uh, how did he demand mm. that he exit a vehicle on the freeway if the guy was being so aggressive and grabbing the wheel? The guy just was like, all right, I'm about to get out right here. No, he pulled over and he probably pulled, said, yeah, get the fuck over out. And we're like, yeah, get out. We're not going anywhere until you get out. I'm texting. Which I would do. <laughs> <laughs> which, which if I'm driving and somebody's pulling at the wheel, I would do the same thing on the freeway. Like, fuck trying to get you to safety. I'm trying to get me to safety. So you get the fuck out because right, you can't you keep gotta, your hand off my, off my wheel. Right, right. So so if the guy, so if the guy's being aggressive and he pulled over to get out or did he just stop in the middle of the lane and get out? You know what? I don't know. I don't one o'clock in the morning, it could have it could have been either one. I mean, I don't, I don't know if that does that matter a lot. Well, it would <laughs> it would matter if he pulled over to the side and let the guy if he pulled over just to the side of the freeway and let the guy get out, or if he just let him out in, on the middle of the freeway. Well, I don't know. I'm guessing he let him out on the shoulder, but I have no way of knowing that. Yeah. But he got hit by at least one car. The guy had time enough to call his mother and. He's like, this guy put me on the freeway. He's being, you know, being loud and erratic and everything. And he's like, you know, his mom was like, who did this? Who did this? He's like, the Uber man or the Lyft guy or whoever he was. And uh, I think it was Lyft, yeah. And uh, he, she said the phone went dead. And oh that was it. She was actually talking to him when he got That's hit. Awful. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So she's highly upset. That happened here on the 110, by the wow. way. Wow. Here on the 110. She's, she's all the way on the other side of the country. And she's calling for, you know, you know where it happened on the action. No, I don't know exactly where on the 110. I don't that's, know. Oh, go look so for that shoe. Hmm? I'm sorry, go look for that shoe. <laughs> Dejan's girl got the shoe. Oh, Lord. <laughs> she, she, she collecting shoes. Hello? <laughs> she walking up and down the 110 collecting shoes. Hello? I'm telling you, she's somewhere right now on video chat. <laughs> looking, looking for a car to get into right. it. <laughs> give, Pulling give, on door handle. Give her audience an update. <laughs> she ain't gonna never open another door. She ain't gonna never touch another car door. How she got, how she hit the ground, she ain't gonna touch another door. <laughs> she, ain't gonna, she ain't gonna touch another car door. <laughs> Oh, this is Dejan's story. A mother charged with manslaughter after police find her infant's corpse in the trunk during traffic stop. I know. Holy smokes. That's so freaking sad. The lady, um, I'm not sure, but the police pulled the pulled her over and I guess after her tags. Her tags were yeah. bad and yeah. I guess after Expired some in, yeah, after some investigation she wasn't acting right. They searched the car and found the baby wrapped up in a blanket in a box inside of her trunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The sad, and she didn't have any reasonable explanation or anything well, for why the baby, or if, what happened to the baby. If the officer was getting a red flag vibe, something was off, then she had to be acting off, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which means either she she had on somewhere level is aware or she cray. Right. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Which right. I mean, obviously you got a baby driver on the corpses. There got to be some level of cray to yeah. that. Right. So he was picking up on that. So she had to be putting that out. Right. So she's, she she's trying to say that the baby was stillborn when she had the baby and so whatever. I don't know, but I believe that could happen. I believe that well, they the said, grief of it they, all. They, 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 they investigated. They investigated yeah. and found out the baby in fact was not stillborn. Right. Uh-huh. right. The baby was born alive. Right. So originally she was born just a uh, born. Originally she was booked for uh, the expired tags and for abuse of a corpse, mm-hmm. but later she was re re oh, yeah, yeah, I read that for uh, for manslaughter. Yeah, because they found out that the baby was alive, a, indeed born alive. So, yeah, she was just after. So this this is a lesson to you guys. This is a lesson. Moral of the story: All you guys out there. When you decide to kill your baby, make sure your tags are up to date. <laughs> oh my God! And get your license renewed. Oh yes, my God. do that. Like, and don't the, be so sketchy. Like, relax. Right, the baby's dead. Handle the it's small shit. Handle the small shit, and you know, 
That, take care of business. <laughs> Y'all are so scandalous. What? I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, you know, we should write. <laughs> we'll be out right. here half-assing it. Mm-hmm. Half-assing, getting pulled over, acting all nervous. Mm-hmm. You know? That's Come on, courses now. in your trunk and ain't got your tags right. Right? That's so silly. Get a life. Postpartum depression is serious and sad. <laughs> Yeah, well, real quick, I didn't even really want to talk about this because it's kind of a non-story story, and I think everybody's tired of it. But because we reported on it, I want to kind of address this side of it. Last week, Michael Shepard was here. No, I'm sorry, the week before last, Michael Shepard was here, and he mentioned that uh, in regards to the Monique story, that it came out that Netflix said that they offered her a $3 million deal. But she had to audition. Mm -hmm. But she had to audition. And so... Monique supposedly released evidence that 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 was not true. And it was, you know, she printed the uh, published the contract and all this kind of stuff, which she, in fact, did. But I'm and I'm not saying that Netflix is not lying. I'm not saying that Monique is not lying. Obviously, somebody's lying. I don't know who is, but this is not proof that Netflix is lying. This is not proof that Monique was not offered three million dollars because it's all it is is a contract of what we already know she was offered the $500,000. I'll say this is proof that she's a terrible business person. (laughs) 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 This is not how you do business, baby. (laughs) But, uh, so they, you know, and these, and these people who are all on her team and stuff, I'm about, Oh yeah, she, 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 uh, she really did, uh, publish the proof and this and that and all that. And I'm like, no, she didn't. She, published proof of a contract that she was offered that doesn't mean that the 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 deal that netflix talked about uh wasn't spoken about previously right right you know that never she never agreed to that so why would she have a contract to that right so yeah anyway. well i guess she didn't agree to the five hundred thousand, but she had the contract for it but still it's just eh, money yeah i'm here for monique i'm i'm on her side i hope that she gets what she deserves, and I hope that if Netflix... I think she is getting what she deserves. <laughs> I hope if Netflix was discriminating against her, that's that's off, that's off, wrong. Well, she's not doing her due diligence right now as far as proving her case. That, the thing about, again, bad business. This is not how you get what you want mm-hmm. in the business. It's just making you look crazy. Right. And it's not, and she's a talented, talented person. I've said this on this air before. I've seen her. I love her. I think she's fantastic. I've always loved her. I, lo- mm-hmm. I, was, I was all about Mrs. Parker. Right. I was about Everything. some precious. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I've been down for her. I stand up hilarious. Uh, but no, you, you don't you don't get all on the high horse like this and try to take down the companies like this and try to embarrass. This is this is making other companies go. Well, I, I don't want to deal with her. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. This, this is going to get her. She already has a bad reputation. This is not helping. Right. Yeah, right. I agree. So we talked about Reddit earlier. So there's another story on Reddit or story that spawns from Reddit. There's a thread where people were just kind of bearing their soul about having incestuous relationships. Gross. What? Yeah. How do you bear your soul <laughs> with with incest? What do you mean? How do you bear your soul? I don't. I don't. I don't understand that. That's just like I don't understand. I don't, I'm, I don't <laughs> understand what you don't understand. <laughs> like, like when that's not soul bearing to to that is just. You mean that's something you would take to your grave? Yeah. Okay. It, but that's what that makes it soul bearing, right? Guess. That's that's the whole point. And you know these people are anonymous, so. Oh yeah, I don't know. That's was like the thing about Reddit. I thought you. Had no, that's, the, that's the internet. Yeah, you could be that's the internet. You want. That's the internet. That's the, everything on the internet, unless somebody specifically goes out of their way to tell you that they are who they are. It's like they can be whoever. That's true. I guess that. <laughs> yeah, if you are if you are Virginia X Y Z nineteen eighty nine, who who the hell knows who that is? Right. right. Okay. 
And besides that, too, there's also uh, we did a story in the past where they were saying that it's it's becoming uh, incest is, is, is increasing because of the Internet, but in a different way, because uh, people are finding relatives that they never grew up with. Mm-hmm. And there's this phenomenon that when you didn't grow up with a relative, that a lot of times that you're sexually attracted to that person because you don't have that whatever it is that keeps you from being attracted to your your relative and uh, they find each other and a lot of father, daughters, mother, sons, you know, or whatever. I've heard of this. Or having, yeah, it's it's been in, it's been in, uh, like I said, we covered this story. So you probably heard it on this show. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's, that's becoming increasingly popular. And, but this right here is just talking about um, grown. Most of these stories were like just brother and sister. Um, (laughs) One of them talking about the, just like a one-time thing. And the, the girl was saying how she was the aggressor and, yeah, she felt guilty. She was like a little, like a year or two older than her brother. Oh my god! And she uh, carried it around forever, and they never talked about it. And she finally brought it up after they were grown, and she had feared that he resented her all all his life or whatever. And she said uh, it was it was he he didn't he didn't resent her or blame her or anything. And they kind of moved on, and you know, I'm gonna give them a little bit of pass that they were kids and they were experimenting. I was because I'm thinking these are grown people. Yeah, and I'm thinking like. All the dick and pussy in the world, you can't find none that ain't right. in your family. Exactly, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> As kids, some of them, uh, some that. of them are adults, some of them not. Uh, there's this one, uh, one woman who confessed to like having uh, two kids with her her brother, and that they what? all live together, happy one family, big family, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Wow. Then there's another one with like cousins and whatever. Y'all ain't royals. There was this one where it, it got kind of uh, it, it turned kind of rapey. Where like she said that they they started off you know doing his cousins and at like family events whatever, and then she didn't want to do it anymore. But yet every time she would go over to his house, he would like not take no for an answer. Mm. My question is why'd you keep going over to his house? But well, I don't know. you know, it probably wasn't Auntie Nene there, right? It probably wasn't her. It's probably her mom, like dropping her off over there. Nah, 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 nah. I, I think this was like as adults. The impression that I got that was like she her was, going to his house. Not she was playing some role in this. Yeah, she, she but you could with, be right. It could have been like they were kids and she were going to you know her cousin's house or whatever. But I don't know. Anyway, they got Candyland, baby. Come on. Yeah, I'm going over to my brother's, and you come and you going to be with your cousins, and that's all we got to say about that. <laughs> that's crazy, but, though. That's, yeah, that's crazy. That's gross. I didn't meet my dad until I turned, what, 18? So I didn't meet my my um, my second youngest brother until I was, what, 18 or 19 years mm-hmm. old. So, But I don't have any sexual feelings for my dad well, or my d- brother. It doesn't mean that it you automatically mean will. Right, right, I, right. I understand that, but yeah. it's, just, it's just the parental feelings that I have for my dad. I can't understand why anybody would want to have anything other than like a bond, a parental bond with your with your dad or your mom or anything like yeah. that. That kind of makes sense to me. Yeah. You need to go out? No, I already, I already took her out. She's just bored. Uh, I, it, makes, it makes psychological sense to me actually in some sort of way. You know, like I, 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 the closest thing I can sort of relate to it because I, I, is that I have friends that I have met that when I first met them, I thought I was sexually attracted to them. Maybe I, on some level I was. But really, it was like I just really wanted to, to have a connection with mm. them. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad we not, nothing happened between us. And we're really, really great friends. Like one of my closest friends to this day, that's how I thought it started off. And I was like, no, I don't think that's what it is. I think it's deeper than that. We're like brothers. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
yeah, like brothers. And and that's what I feel like about him today, like a brother. And I and I don't see him in a sexual way at all mm-hmm. to now. But that that initial reaction to him, like that love that I felt for him, I thought was something more than friendship. Yeah. Okay. I can understand that. That's the closest thing I can relate psychologically yeah. to yeah. what they might be feeling. Right. So yeah, I don't know. It's it's a, it's that's a thing. Tough. It's a thing, and it's it's out there, and it's not. Isn't you know, that illegal though? Of course, it's illegal. Oh. <laughs> Brother, sister, uncle, niece, nephew, all that stuff is illegal. Uh, first cousin, it depends. It varies state by state. I think in like twenty five states, first cousin is illegal. Oh my gosh. So yeah. But Y'all so, ain't royals. My <laughs> God, go outside your family. So some first cousins is actually legal. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have some cousins in Kentucky, I believe, that are married. Really? Mm-hmm. First cousins? They're not my cousins. I think they might be first cousins to each other, but I'm not 100% certain about that. These like might be like my mama's cousins. Ooh. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my mom is from Kentucky, too, so I'm like, Well, you know, it's, it's supposed to be common over there in like Kentucky and Arkansas and those places. They make jokes about that stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. But see, again, for them, though, their communities are small. Like, yeah. if you if you come from a real, real small rural place right. and it's not that many people, yeah. that's, that be, like, the g- game becomes a di- di- little different. Yeah, yeah. But I say you might want to go out. Hello. Yeah, one story, uh, it was, a, it was a, a brother and sister, I believe, and they were talking about basically how they were kind of isolated. They didn't really have much exposure to other people. And I've seen, like, movies and stuff like that. And I think that's kind of... I don't want to say common, but that ha- that does happen. I think when uh, when people are shut off, like there there's a movie like Flowers in the Attic and uh-huh. stuff like that, mm-hmm. where the kids were basically uh, held prisoner, you know, in the in the home, on the home property, and this and that, whatever. And the, and the brother and, the, and sister uh, began having a relationship, and then they kind of became surrogate parents to the smaller kids, or whatever. And yeah, it was. But that's you know when you. In that kind of uh, unhealthy environment, and everything is warped and stuff to begin mm, with, yeah. you know, it's natural that that uh, things will will develop from you know from that. <laughs> 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 a stuffed tiger causes forty five minute police standoff in Scottish farm at a Scottish farm. Okay, this is just dumb. Yeah, the police. <laughs> somebody got somebody called the hey. There's a tiger. At my farm over here in Scotland. (laughs) It was like a cow farm or something, right? Yeah. 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 And so the police came out and they surrounded the the tiger and they just stood there for like 45 minutes. Like, how come he won't blink? (laughs) (laughs) He looks so comfortable and peaceful. (laughs) Just laying down. Taking a break. They finally figured out that it's a stuffed animal. And like, (laughs) you know what? Here's a a clue I had from the beginning. It's in Scotland. Right? Right. I said the same exact thing but i'm guessing like they probably have a zoo or two there where sure. the, it could have escaped and not to mention you know rich people a lot of times have, will have exotic pets that they're not supposed okay, to have that's true that's true you know so if he could have been like you know neighbors with a rich person and uh and they had a uh you know exotic pet that escaped okay i'll buy so, that so I, 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 but no, my initial reaction was yours, the, the same as yours. Like, okay, what did he do? Swim from Asia? <laughs> like, if that was the case, he, all those cows would be dead because he'd be hella, hella hungry. That's, that was, that was my thing. I was like, well, didn't anybody notice that there wasn't any hurt cow? Right. The nigga was just laying down. He wasn't startled that all y'all showed up. 
But yeah, Scotland, Scotland Yard, Cracker Jack uh, <laughs> detectives. Did, did they say who put the tiger there? <laughs> no, they don't know. They assume now that it was a prank and the guy doesn't know who, who played the prank on him. He knows. So you think he knows? <laughs> I think he knows. Once hmm. he realized it was stuffed tiger, he was like, Johnny. <laughs> if, if it was that big that uh-huh. they thought it was a real tiger, too. Like, it had to be, be like a, 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 a good size, you know. Tiger, yeah, stuffed tiger. It's not like the kind you can get with the like with the little claw. (laughs) 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 Oh my goodness! Oh man, they're great. (laughs) (laughs) See, I'm telling you, it's probably his neighbor Tony, and he was like Tony, (laughs) (laughs) Tony, Tony. (laughs) A box of frosty flakes was sitting (laughs) there at the scene of the crime. Right, sprinkled around the the stuffed animal. Mm -mm -mm. So bulletproof armadillo puts a text man in the hospital. <laughs> and that's what his punk ass get. That's what I was about to say. Karma is instant sometimes. Because the armadillo is like a helpless. Not, not, not helpless, because obviously he's not helpless. <laughs> <laughs> he got that big ass shield on his back. Right. Uh, but harmless. He, he They don't eat they don't kill, they don't bother livestock. Mm-mm. They don't bother crops. If he even had any of those things, okay. It was like one o'clock in the morning. The man sees an armadillo, wants to kill something, goes and gets his What's thirty-eight, and he shoots it, and the, and it ricochets off his shield <laughs> and hits him in the face. And he has to take his dumb ass to the <laughs> to the ER. Oh my God! Sometimes karma is instant. Yeah, and he. Living in Texas with armadillos, you would think he would know that because there's lots of stories of armadillos, uh, people shooting them and the, and the bullets ricocheting off of them. Maybe yeah. he just wants to see if it would so Unless you got but like a high-power rifle or something, like uh, don't try to shoot an armadillo with a handgun. Don't try to shoot an armadillo at all <laughs> because alone. he ain't messing with you. Armadillo alone. Yeah. Unless you're starving to death and you're trying to eat him, just leave him alone. Then don't shoot him. Just like get your knife. Well, come on. <laughs> smart. But yeah, you just like, oh my God. But that is hilarious. That, that is, is hilarious. hilarious. That's so what he gets. That is immediately what he gets afterwards. Because you know, he, that's all he was doing was just trying to kill him just because. Yeah, yes, just because. And the armadillos are not fast. They be minding nope, their own they business. slow. They just be at minding their own little pace. Yep. The mean. armadillo probably didn't, wasn't even thinking about the man. Nope. But I bet Texans think of armadillos like we think of like pigeons. Ugh. Maybe. You think so? Just like pests. No, but. It's like they don't do, but they yeah, don't serve but no purpose. They just there. But, but I'm not saying you should but, shoot them. I don't, I, ain't, I don't shoot no pigeons No, 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 either. no. I'm I just would. saying, no, I feel like a pigeon is way more of a pest than an armadillo. Oh my God. Way more. I, I'll take an armadillo over a pigeon any day. <laughs> any day. Any day. Any day. Um, pigeons carry diseases. They nasty feathers. They poop on your car and on your everything. And you, if you stand you, still long right, enough. Yeah. All right. And you, even worse. I ain't never head. heard of nobody shitting on uh, armadillo shitting on nobody. <laughs> <laughs> or armadillo shit on somebody's car. I ain't never heard that. Never heard that. <laughs> God damn it! This armadillo and shit on my car. I'm gonna shoot him. <laughs> shit, goddamn it. Faison oh, Love was on the Breakfast Club talking all kinds of shit about Dave Chappelle. Can y'all believe this? No. Did y'all hear about it? I did not hear about this. You didn't hear about it? No. Oh, I wish I'd, I don't, mm, I should have tried to get some audio. I'm totally going to Google this when we, when we do Oh, man. Yeah. I just I just thought everybody, because it, it's been all over the place. I thought everybody knew about it. I should have, I didn't, I didn't, I saw, I didn't think I to did get the audio. I did see something about Faison Love, but I didn't like really So he came for Chappelle. And he why, he why? came for Chappelle. Yeah. No reason. They just asked him about Dave Chappelle or something like that, or comedians or something, and he just started volunteering, talking about how Dave Chappelle wasn't shit. What? He ain't funny. He's manufactured by white people, and just all kinds of crazy stuff. Just he like called him a clone. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm Wait, like, I'm a... and like you of all people, right? Like, 
Uh, what big worm? So, <laughs> you know what? You know, big worm got offered a Netflix deal. You know what they offered him? What? A forty ounce, a bucket of chicken, <laughs> and a pack of nowlaters. <laughs> that's, 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 that's what they offered him for his Netflix. That's how funny he is, right? And oh he and he God. talking about Dave Chappelle. Wow. Yeah. Man, wow. nigga, please. Maybe he's just trying to get some attention. <laughs> I guess so. He got it. Hello? Yep. He got because, I mean, come on, it's Dave Chappelle. Dude. Yeah, that's right. He's he putting in the work for his. Like, uh, how are you going to come for Dave Chappelle? Dave Chappelle? When's the last time you done anything? Like you said, Big Worm? <laughs> when's the last time anybody seen him do some stand up? I've seen Big Worm at the fish market. That's the last time I've seen him. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember the last time I saw Face on Glove, but the last time I saw his career was on the side of a milk carton. Oh. Wow. <laughs> right hook, left hook, knockout punch. Yes. And <laughs> Chappelle, I have recently seen on some Netflix and I yes, saw Yes, I just seen him on a billboard by my house. <laughs> Dave Chappelle's popping. I was like, damn, I got to get Netflix. Now, Tony Rock came on a few days later and he gave Dave Chappelle all kind of love and, sure. and pretty much everybody else. You know, yeah. props to Tony Rock because yeah. that, that boy has been working hard. Yes. Like, hard he has been working yes. really, really hard. Like, I feel like every, every time I turn around, he got a new job. Yeah. He is mm-hmm. grinding. He's oh, not, yeah. He, he is never grinding. relied on his brother's out, name. Say, trying to, he get trying out to do shadow. his own thing. He yeah. Yes, he's not talking in that shadow. He gave a it. he gave a really really cool story about Charlie Murphy because mm. yeah. him and Charlie Murphy had a little bit of a a little bit of a beef and he copped to it. He copped to it, it being kind of his fault. Uh, Tony Rock did. He said that they were on tour together and Charlie Murphy wanted to change the order of stuff and Tony Rock made a big deal out of it. He said he said he was backstage just like mouthing off saying, oh, yeah, you know, this, he don't want to follow me, you know, whatever, motherfucker don't want to follow me and this and that, whatever, and talking all big and, and bad to just whoever would listen. Unbeknownst to him, it was a reporter back there. Uh-oh. Right. And so it got printed, and so it became a thing, mm-hmm. you know. And he said it wasn't a huge thing, but it was kind of something there. And he said he, uh, Charlie Murphy reached out to him and said that, you know, he wanted to square things up and, and you know, clear the air and everything. And he said he really appreciated that and and, and respected him for that. And uh, they got to clear things up. And five days later, Charlie Murphy died. Wow. And he was then just saying so how how happy he was wow. that, he that Charlie Murphy reached out to him. Yeah. You know, he said he had heard that he was sick, but he didn't know he was sick like that yeah. sick, you know. And he had no idea that he was about to die. He don't even know if Charlie Murphy had any, an idea. Right. But in any case, Charlie Murphy reached out to him and they cleared the air. And he's just said he's just got so much more respect for him now, whatever. And, you know, that that, that was just real cool. And he's wow. glad that he yeah. got to do that. Didn't have to live with that. Yeah. You know. That so. wonder or that whatever. That's really cool that he that gave was. him that closure. <laughs> Tell him my fan. And Face on Love, that's how you come on the air and talk about other comedians. Right. <laughs> your, your peers. Right. You know what I'm saying? You give them love. You give them props. You don't tear down, especially when you don't have, like, any reason. <laughs> you know, it's a, just out of... their accolades. It's not like just pure hate. Just yeah. pure hating. Yeah. Just pure hating. Just pure jealousy. Just pure... Like, I could even see if you said some stuff like you might think he's a little overrated or... Uh, he's not that funny to me, me. Mm-hmm. something like that. But my to, opinion, right, right. Even even that would be a little bit push. Yeah, yeah. But it'd be a lot better than just like he ain't funny. Black people don't like him. <laughs> like what black people you know? Right. I'm like, <laughs> Everybody I know white on people that. do love him. Yeah, that's true. But I, I, all the black people I know be on the edge of their seat. Of course, for he's Dave just Chappelle. Talk, he's talking out the side of his ass. Because Dave, Dave Chappelle is actually. First of all, the one of the great things about Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle says what we all want to say. Right. And white people listen to him right. and they can take it from him the mm-hmm. way they can.
can't take it from us. Right. right. That's very so, true. Thank you. Right. Hello. So another interview that everybody is talking about, like even more people, it's just like nah, this thing blew up. That Quincy Jones mm-hmm. interview. Ooh. That oh my god, that that interview made me so like I can't wait for his documentary to come out. Mm-hmm. Like because he got doc coming out. Yeah. He got zero. He gets zero fucks. Zero. None. <laughs> zero. I no, don't know ever about it. Well, ever no, no. I, I will say he that. does give half a fuck because more on more than one occasion he did say we can't talk about that in public. Well, that's because like, like <laughs> the mafia. <laughs> he was like he yeah, said we that can't about, be talking about like the mafia. And we can't be talking about the Clintons too much. He said Bill Cosby well, too. He said we can't talk about that in public too. There was, there was there was like there was like three times uh, he said we can't talk about that in public but Ooh. he was still dishing a lot of tea as mm-hmm. you girls like to say yeah. <laughs> and he, yes, lo- he his favorite word motherfucker yes <laughs> it was Ivanka Trump fine motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> I agree with him I don't even like like she's not even like my well yeah she is I guess because she's she's pretty hot but yeah <laughs> yeah uh, oh my god he yeah and I don't know. Okay, for you for you guys who don't know, one of the things he talked about was that he dated Ivanka Trump. Now, the way he recanted the story, I don't know if that qualifies as a date. No. Because he I said agree. he said that somebody, a third party, said that Ivanka wants to go to dinner with you. Motherfucker, I want to go to dinner with you. Right. But I don't want to date you. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're Quincy Jones. Hell yeah, I want to go to dinner with you. Hello? <laughs> Just because somebody wants to go to dinner with you, Quincy, don't mean that they're trying to date, date you. you. You know, so I would have to know more. Like, did they go to dinner and then they did go out and it was like, right, yeah. Did he grab our booty? Right, right, right. Did he chase her around the couch? (laughs) (laughs) Did she she begrudgingly give him oral? (laughs) A big part of his interview is... Grab his hand and throw it down. (laughs) A big part of his interview is a lot of hype, though. Because he is like, you you know, ask like, what's your great success? Everything. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you have any failures? Nope. Not a single thing. Right, right. Wasn't there anything that you thought would be better than it was? Nope. I did everything nope. right. Motherfucker, what you talking about? Great I'm Quincy Jones. Right. <laughs> Do you think that it was but, like a little bit of like uh, controversy for his documentary that's coming out? You think it could have been like that too? I think it, I don't think it hurt that. I don't know if that was, I think that could have been a serendipitous kind of side effect. I I think he was just being Quincy Jones. Yeah. That's and what I think. And I think Quincy Jones is kind of, you know, he he's 85-year-old legend. He's going to hype himself up a little bit and this and that, you know, and he got a bit of an mm-hmm. ego and all that. He's going to, Stroke also, it you know, and all that. You he's know, a musician. Let, let's not forget. You know, they all. You know, they, you can get rich. You still the same person. You know, he's from. He's yeah. from where he's from, and he, and he. And I've heard many stories about Quincy Jones being the guy that's in this interview, yeah. and not in a bad way. In a good right, way. right, yeah. right. Like he, yeah. he don't. He don't care. Like I, I've accomplished everything I need to accomplish. Who I need to please. Yeah, he's eighty five. Most and people that he really, really dished some really serious stuff about are dead. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Yep. He talked about Richard Pryor mm-hmm. uh, having sex with Marlon Brando, and who Marvin else? Gaye. Marvin Gaye. And Richard and, uh, and, and Marlon James Brando Baldwin. and James Baldwin and. Uh, yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, he was going there. You didn't read that part? No, hell no. <laughs> you guys should see. She's, John is, she's, she's looking between me and Pip, going back and forth, and she's clutching no. her pearls. She's and like, just throwing names out. I don't know. No, oh, this is real. Yeah, yeah. He was. Yeah, we seen he let loose. <laughs> He let loose. Yeah, he was candid. He <laughs> was. Yeah, and that little bit of article that was not even a big article, and and yeah. for the 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 length of it, for the, him to drop the bombs he did, that was some shit because people don't be doing that these days. This is this is only the second most candid celebrity interview I ever read. Actually, the most candid celebrity interview I ever read was Bronson Pitchaw. 
Oh, really? I'm gonna have to share that. Cause I share that link with y'all because wow. it is so good. He I didn't mention this before. He tells it all. Mm. He taught everybody he worked with: Eddie Murphy, Ben mm-hmm. Midler, and he, people still alive. And he Ooh. was straightforward. Wow. Like, no, she was not nice. Uh, she was this, and he was this, and I had an ego. And I'm like, man, nice. Tell it. <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> Give me yeah, so I'm like, okay, I wonder what the documentary gonna be like if he letting loose all like this in this little interview, like, right? man, tearing down like, the Beatles, and- right? Oh, he said the Beatles were trash musicians, like <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> no, I always, you know, I always were like unimpressed, but I mean, I'm I'm nobody, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I always like would hear them and didn't think that they were like like I didn't get it, mm-hmm. you know, and I just figured because I'm like I'm not a musician, so I don't know anything. What do I know? And then he said that I was like, oh, that's why. I like the Beatles. <laughs> the Beatles songs they were had some well written songs mm-hmm. and they were well produced. Mm-hmm. That's what was the thing about the Beatles. Yeah. It wasn't that musicianship. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you heard he was talking about how somebody else would come in and lay down <laughs> the drums and stuff for people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like he like that don't sound so bad. He's like motherfucker, that ain't you. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't sound so bad, because that ain't your ass. You're no playing, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, he, even t- he even went after you, too. What? He even went after you, too. Oh, yeah, he did. And I was like, again, like this is like, these are like the gods that I still like yeah. with him. And, he's, like still, and he's still tight with him. He's, yeah. tight, he's tight with Bono. Bono is, what, he's, he's Bono's kid's godfather or something yeah. like that? Yeah, but they asked him, like, you know, is there, you know, you think Bono's, do you think you two still good? He just like, nah, no. No, no. <laughs> well, but you know, Bono probably know it. Yeah, know? that's a, actually that's sort of what it seemed like. Uh, that's what Quincy was Quincy saying. was saying. Like, yeah. and then they, you know, they spread too thin. They doing this. They doing that. Yeah. And he talks about that also with like the music today too. Right, like, like I don't told that motherfucker. <laughs> people I told that motherfucker. <laughs> I like Quincy. One of my favorite quotes I've ever heard about Quincy Jones is uh, when he talks about like. How he, him dating women? Mm-hmm. Yes, he that's only the part that got me. Woman. Yeah, that's the part that I got sidetracked on. I just went to a whole other article. Like what? He only Click dated that. young women. Rabbit hole here I come. That's what wow. you do. Yes, and only and his gr- the only reason he won't date a girl that's younger than his granddaughters. So I think his granddaughters are twenty six. So his girlfriends have to be like thirty and up. <laughs> <laughs> they get a, they got to be old enough to be the big sister of his granddaughter. Right. <laughs> well, he know he not getting married. Again. So he just mm-hmm. he just trying like yeah all right. right I feel you good on you he got some ethics <laughs> just only because his grandkids are right like, try to bring home these eighteen year olds I'm twenty six goddamn it grandpa I, I know Quincy Jones could pull an eighteen year old if he wanted <laughs> what did about that what you, that tripped me out when he talked about Paul Allen being such a good musician yeah mm-hmm. being like Jimi Hendrix like Ooh. what that was crazy well but that obviously that was part of the art interview that made me go like damn he be he, who he be hanging out with? <laughs> Everybody. It seemed like he just hang with it, who, any any fucking body he wanted to. Yeah. Like he Quincy Jones, he just yeah. hang out any and every. He could just drop names. Yeah. Like galore. Yeah. Like oh yeah. Like uh, oh I just got off the phone to Queen of England. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you know, I'm I'm like reading this article. I'm like, damn, Quincy, do you know any regular motherfuckers? <laughs> Is everybody you know yeah. like a megastar? Right, yeah. they are somebody. Uh, hold on, Richard Branson wants some sugar. Hello. <laughs> it's like I, I got the feeling like even. Quincy Jones, like even like his servants and male people are like ex celebrities. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 child stars that you ain't seen. Them, and right. like, you know, like like Britney Spears is like his nanny or some shit. Right. <laughs> like, hold on, hold on. Obama trying to get get me to go to lunch. Right. Set up oh. this golf date. Hello, Obama. Yeah, yeah. I gotta go to golf. Let me call my chauffeur. Okay. Uh, Tevin Campbell. Right. <laughs> right. Can we talk? <laughs> I need you to drive me and Obama to golf. <laughs> Can we talk for a minute, Tevin? Just for a minute. <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh, man. All right. Well, we covered a lot this show. 
And now it's time for the new segment that is sweeping the nation, the 4D segment, Dejan's Dating Do's and Don'ts. Get them, DD. Yes. Hey, world. It's your girl, Dijon Monique, and I am here to give you all the dating do's and don'ts. So y'all know I'm the dating guru. Yes, yes. So I am the dating guru, and throughout my segments, I've talked to y'all about side chicks, how to be a successful hoe, and just a whole bunch of good, good stuff, online dating, <laughs> everything that y'all could just, you know, soak up and put into your everyday life. But this time, I want to remind you guys that... There's much, much more than just all that. This week is going to be about master dating. Master dating? Yes. No, not masturbating. Get mm-hmm. y'all mind out the nasty gutter. This is about master dating, okay? Is that when you masturbate on a date with yourself? No. I ain't no slave. I ain't got no master. <laughs> <laughs> master dating is all about yourself. It's all about taking yourself out on a date, a master date. All right? Oh, dating for losers. If you, <laughs> But if you do it right, you might get lucky and you can turn that D into a B. You know what I'm saying? It's no discrimination. <laughs> so I'm going to help you guys make it through a successful master date so you don't feel like a loser. Because you don't have to be a loser to take yourself on a master date. Well, all right. It's the perfect right. week for this. Yes. Hey, now. So, number one, do something that you already like, okay? Save the experiments for when you have your friends or when you're out and you're doing all this, right? Do something that you know that you like to do. Go do that, something like that, all right? Try a different place. Maybe you like to do Korean barbecue. Go to a different Korean barbecue place than you, that you usually go to, okay? See some different scenery, take a drive, anything like that, you know? Don't feel guilty about being alone, all right? This is your time that you can enjoy yourself, get to know yourself, learn something new about yourself, okay? And just go with the flow. Talk to people that's sitting across at the next table from you. Make some new friends. There's nothing wrong with that, all right? Also, treat yourself, okay? This is your time. This is your master date. You can do whatever you want. You by yourself. Don't nobody know. Don't nobody care, all right? So (laughs) eat something bad. Eat some pizza, eat a whole pizza, Ooh. eat an ice cream, all right, or go work out if that's what you want to do. <laughs> I don't know. Do what you like. So get a massage. Go pamper yourself. Um, this is your alone time, okay? Lay out in the sun for hours. Do nothing. Just take your mind off of, out of anything and everything, all right? Sometimes we get so wrapped up in finding and keeping a relationship that we forget to take care of the most important person in our lives ourself. So make sure you take time for yourself. And those are my tips for a successful master date. I know what Dee Dee eats on her master date. What? You eat bacon? You eat a a seafood gumbo with chitlin and bacon. Oh. (laughs) Not all together, but different bowl? Hell yeah. I'll fuck that up right now. All together. No, not in the same bowl. She can't eat chitlins and gumbo in the same bowl. Gumbo filet on chitlins don't taste good. (laughs) I went on a master date this last week. Yeah, where'd you go? I went to a bar in my neighborhood. See? Got drunk. What bar? That's my neighborhood. We live in the same neighborhood. What bar you went to? I went to Akbar. Cheers. You went to Akbar? Mm -hmm. I've never been there. We'll have to go. You see what I'm saying? Oh, you know when we have to go? They have a, they, my friend Tony, DJ Tony Powell has Dirty Dirty House Clubs. Okay. 
And that's when I was, I was there. Was there on Thursday? You to see what to I'm house saying? Music. Tell me something about my neighborhood. All right, Come on, we'll now. Do that. Come on with it. <laughs> Thursday, Akbar. I don't think have I have I ever master dated. It's been a long time since probably before I've been married. My master dates are always so basic. <laughs> Not to say that I'm basic, but my master dates, I like to do stuff that I like. So I go to IHOP, eat some pancakes, eat lots and lots of pancakes. I think my lunch period would count as a master date for me or the closest thing to one. You, do you I, take time for yourself during that time? Well, I don't, I don't really have any friends at work. <laughs> well, then you need to start so, master dating to so make I, friends. I, uh, so I, I go to lunch by myself. So Do you not want friends at your job or are you just like, fuck yeah, I'm doing me? No, it's not that I don't want friends. It's just a little hard. I'm kind of in... You know, there's like, cause I'm like in middle management, you know, mm-hmm. so there's like my employees and you can't, I've done that, gone to lunch with my employees, whatever, but then it causes problems because if you don't go with everybody, then you know what I mean? They it's think like you got a favorite, right. Even if you not, even if they're got the same schedule and the same workload, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. They, they want, they, they see you going to lunch with this person. So in their mind, they're making out that's your favorite person. Right. And that you're treating them, giving them special treatment, even though you're not, you know what I mean? Like, so that doesn't work out. And then. Uh, there's not a lot of, there's like the other manager, like women, you mm, know what I mean? Yeah. So they're, they're not guys, whatever. Yeah. So that's, there's that thing with the whole. And you're not trying to talk about Chandra Rhymes. Being married and they're married. And, <laughs> no, I, I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't have a problem with, but you know, it's just when everybody's married that can cause, you know, sure. issues or whatever. So it's like, that's, there's that issue and it's just, and I, I don't know. I just haven't clicked with anybody there really maybe you should do like um a master date for yourself like you like play a game or you like play cards or something and then maybe other people will come and then they'll join in and then boom there you go <laughs> that is so sad i might as well just put a <laughs> sign on my head that i'm the biggest loser in the what? world sitting there at the, the uh, playing <laughs> playing cards or playing corner. something why y'all looking at me <laughs> That sounds so pitiful. That is so pitiful sound. That sounds fun to me. I don't know what the fuck. He's sitting there playing a one-man game of Uno. (laughs) Hoping somebody going to come play with him. I'm going to throw my mic down right now. (laughs) Arguing myself. Why you going to reverse me? Why you going to reverse me? (laughs) I get on my nerves. I am so lonely. (laughs) It don't got to be that. It could be something else. I don't know. No, no, no. But you like it's well, first, you first, like. first of all, let me see. I don't, I don't necessarily. Dino walk into the office with a little portable <laughs> trampoline. In the Somebody want to join me? <laughs> Sorry. First of all, let me say I don't mind going because I don't. I, I, I like some alone time, and I don't get a lot of it. So I'm not the, uh, you know, I'm not uh, upset that I go. But it would be nice to go a little bit more often with, you know, a friend, which I do occasionally. But it'd be nice to go a little bit more often. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so. That's, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, what are some things that you like to do when you're alone? Oh, just enjoy the quiet. Um, I will listen to podcasts. I will listen to music. I will watch TV or movies. Um, well, maybe do like a movie thing. Read sometimes. Like just, like a it's it's, a, it's a, a number of th- things I do when I'm alone. I just don't get a whole lot of alone time. Well, maybe Laker on games. Oh, yeah. Maybe on your lunch break, you like watch a TV show or you like just. Oh, yeah, I do. I do do that. I do. I take my I take my phone and I'm either, you know, Facebooking and tweeting, or you know, watching something on Netflix or whatever. Yeah, I, I definitely do that. Yeah, that's cool. So. That's what I would do. <clears throat> All right. So uh, let me see. Do we have time. Doing good on time. Okay. Let's get into our hypothetical question of the week.
Mr. Pip, would you mind reading today's KJHQ, please? It would be my pleasure. Fellas, if your wife made $150,000 a year and she said she'd rather you stay at home with the kids and or do the cooking and household duties instead of working, would you? Ladies, would you ever agree to being the sole breadwinner and having a house husband? Hmm. Okay, do you want to go first, uh, Dejan, or you want yeah. us to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Um, I don't have any reason why I would ask my man to stay at home with the kids. So, nope, that's no no for me. No, he Take wouldn't. your ass to work. Got my face. <laughs> I get well, a nanny. You know, you know. I mean, if it's possible, it, it's it's very advantageous for one parent to stay home with the kids. No, yeah, I, I, I can mean, see. I can understand that, but. If I was the sole breadwinner and my husband wasn't the sole breadwinner, I wouldn't have a problem with that. That wouldn't bother me at all. I'd still go to work and have my career and live my life. And I would try to spend as much time with my kids as possible. But I would want both of us to 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 sacrifice and spend that time with our kids. So I wouldn't just ask him to quit his job and stay home. Okay. Pip? Uh, this is... This doesn't really apply to me. Well, it, it, I just don't really have the same dynamics. Like, there's no man and woman in a in a man man relationship, so we don't imagine. play those roles. Let's pretend. So, um, no, true, I, I, that's ki- true. It's kinda, it, it's, well, it's kind of hard for me because I I, I I don't I can't say what if I was married to a woman or blah blah. blah. I, I I know no, I like all I know is that if I was in this situation, I, I have no problem with it. Okay, that's basically mm-hmm. yeah. That's basically I, I would have no doing. problem being. I would have no problem taking, taking staying home, take care of kids if we made enough money. As a matter of right. fact, yeah. I would probably prefer it. Okay. Because I don't like working, I don't like to work no real job. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel. I, I'm like, can I be the, can I stay home? I could, I could do it under some conditions. Like, <laughs> what are your conditions, Dina? Like, I couldn't, like, you couldn't be, like, pulling rank on me. Like, I'd have right. to, she'd have to treat me the way that I treat her. You know what I mean? She's like, she can't be like, she can't be like, fuck you, you don't make no money. Like, um, you know, I'm the man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't be doing that shit. Like, I don't do it to you, so it couldn't be done to me either. Because I know some, I know some women like that. Well, that's that, just wrong. That don't have anything to do with That's just not right. Yeah, not but nice. that's how some women like that, though. And some dudes are like yeah, that. Yeah, some dudes are like some that. Some dudes are like that, and some women are like that. People are like that. It's my money. Right, right, right. So Use and, it when you need and it. Even if, and even though she couldn't do that, I would still have to have some money that's mine. Like, I would have to, I couldn't just, I would have to have a side hustle. I couldn't just cold turkey. Not, i just been on my own since I was 16 years old. Ain't no way. That somebody can all my money just come from somebody else. Like it just, I just don't. I don't think I have. I don't, I don't think I have enough trust to trust that I. I just and I just don't think I would feel right as a person. You know what I mean? I just yeah. Absolutely. I just couldn't. I couldn't. Yeah, I, absolutely. I just I couldn't do it. Not not totally. But on the other hand, I wouldn't mind uh, staying home, taking care of the kid. You know, cooking and cleaning and all that kind of stuff. It w- I could. I would do a great job. I'm. You know, I'm very domestic. I could do all that stuff better than a lot of women. I was kind of so, like a house husband in my last relationship in Chicago. Really? I mean, we lived in a house. We yeah, had you, dogs. I was, I, that's why I, I thought about yeah. that. You mentioned that. So. I mean, but I mean, I, I worked part time. I, I, you know, right. acting and yeah. auditioning yeah. and stuff like that. But right. for the most part, I was home and he's going to work every day. Right. Yeah. So but you uh, still had an objective. It wasn't like you was like, yeah, I'm just. No, I wasn't like kicking back. I, I mean, right. I, I like Dino. I, I need my own money. And right. Like actually, yeah. we it was part, important to us that we had even in our even though he made like. I had to pay something. Like right. I had to mm-hmm. pay, you know, like I paid our, we had somebody come in to clean the house twice a month. Mm-hmm. Like I paid her and mm-hmm. I paid, I was in charge of certain bills that I took care of and he took care of the rest. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's right. So there you go. Okay. So now let's get into our feedback. Yeah. Yeah.
right, our first feedback comes from Erica Jones. Shout out to Erica Jones. I call her my Twitter baby, Erica, <laughs> and and cliche. Erica is from the uh, uh, Model E in Friends podcast, and uh, cliche is from Dualistic. And they're sweet girls. They're they're grown women, but they look like little babies. Like they're <laughs> they do. They look like teenagers to me. So I called them my Twitter babies, my my adopted daughters. I told them I needed some daughters for my my uh, since my daughter's the only child, she needs Aww. some big sisters to play with. Yeah. So I adopted them. So uh, this is uh, her feedback. I graduated in two thousand one, and in middle school we had a speed multiplication test once a week, wow. and I was pretty good at that in spelling. They don't do spelling class anymore. Uh, LOL. I do agree that they are setting the standards too high for kids. Times has definitely changed. This is in regards to uh, me talking about the 3.7 uh, GPA you need to get on an honor roll. Now, see, let me let me go back and, and backtrack that because I was listening to the show. This is another good thing about listening to the show. Sometimes you hear things the way the everybody else hears them and not, you know, from within yourself. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't think I don't have a problem with 3.7, you know, being a mark or I have a problem with that being the first level of recognition. Mm-hmm. I feel like kids should start getting recognized as long, if they got B's or above, a 3.0 or above. You know, like in college, there's, there's cum laude, there's uh-huh. summa cum laude, there's magna cum laude. Mm-hmm. You know, have levels. Don't yeah. just like, okay, you, either you got an A minus or you're not doing shit. Yes. That's what I don't like. Yeah. Not the fact that it's a 3.7, but it's a 3.7 before they even look at you. Right. Like, I feel it's like, like you nothing unless you got a 3.7. Right. So I feel like the kids that are on their way there, they're not getting encouraged or mm-hmm. being incentivized right. to do more mm-hmm. and maybe like, oh, uh, you know, just kind of like, I feel like if there's tears, then there's that little carrot that they're trying to get sure. next to that next exactly. level every time. Exactly. That's what I meant about it. I so like Where if it's the standards list so high, it's for just to get the, to the first rung, it almost seems unachievable. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. yes. I graduated. Yes. Thank you, Lottie. Uh, hello. <laughs> hello. Nice. Good hello. shit. Good shit. Hello. <laughs> you hello. Get, yeah, you get the, the clap. That was a good one. I like that. <laughs> yes. For sure. Oh man, yeah. So. And I can't believe they don't um have spelling class Neither. anymore. No, there's do they teach spelling, but they don't have a spelling class. Wow. But yeah, they they have spelling words and vocabulary words and you know, yeah, they have spelling tests. We, you know, sometimes but not like weekly, the spelling but, class and comprehension. But not a that. class, no, wow. no, they don't have a class. So much, a, so much education system right now is geared towards these tests, right? These standardized tests. So, like again, like when we, I was younger, again, it was all about drilling the basics and drilling the mm-hmm. basics that right. you had to learn. They don't do that no more. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of. Yeah, but anyway, she graduated middle school in two thousand one. Yeah, she like I said, she's young. Ooh, and what's crazy is <laughs> these. I told you they babies. Both of them. And they got babies older than my baby. Oh. And I'm like, what? How y'all got babies older than my baby? Y'all babies. <laughs> mm. <laughs> okay. Um, great show. This this is an iTunes review. This show is great. Dino, Dejan, and Pip are a great combo. Thank uh, you. This is by Mart... Marty. Marty underscore N. <laughs> Thank you. Thank okay. you. Um, and then looks like we got another one here. Yeah, comedy and knowledge. You guys have been holding out on me. This <laughs> Pot of Thrones show is awesome. Tone and Dino make a great team. They bring comedy and a lot of knowledge to GOT. Why don't you guys talk about this show more? You know what? We probably should, but 
I mean, the we have the little drops that talk about the Pot of Thrones and the guy at the, you know, we it's at the end and that kind of stuff. We don't talk about it live, you know, in this part of the show. Just basically because Pot of Thrones is on break because Game of Thrones is on break. Mm-hmm. Right. But yes, it's on the same feed for those who don't know what's going on. The Pot of Thrones is a show that the other show that on are on this on this network that I do with Latone Hart. Shout out to Latone Hart. He is he's brilliant. He's the he is to, he is what's special about that show. Like he really brings it, and uh, the two of us together make a great team. I love doing that show with him. I just hate the fact that we're on Skype, and I hope we can find another another medium that's more conducive to the long distance and the podcasting, whatever. But I, I love doing the show with him. He's he's a he's super talented. He was one of my favorite podcasters. He stopped po- podcasting a few years ago. I've been trying to convince him to come back. If you ever have time and you want to, you know, check out a funny show, whatever, it's not around anymore, but he had quite a few episodes before he quit. It's called The 730 Show. It is hilarious, is very good, very talented, well, super well produced. I mean, you will definitely like it. That's Latone Hart, The 730 Show. And uh, Dino and and, uh, Tone on The Pot of Thrones. Hashtag Pot of Thrones actually is the name of it. All right. So uh, thank you guys for the iTunes reviews. Uh, They've been coming in more. We really appreciate that. Keep on coming. Do not stop. Do not, do not, do not stop. Yes, right in. Right in to us. We're going to read them on the air. You're going to be famous. We will. Plus, you don't don't know how much you're helping us whenever you give us a review as well. Exactly. It's very helpful for us. It is. Absolutely. The more reviews we get, the more uh, we can rank, we can go up in charts, and the more in charts we can go up, the more listeners we can get. So it's just this this great cycle that you start by doing that. So we really appreciate it and uh, keep it up. Hey, by the way, since we're talking about something like that, Mm -hmm. you know, about getting, you know, friends and things like that, Mm -hmm. if you are a listener, especially if you're a regular listener to the show, and I was a regular listener to this podcast before I was even on this podcast, Mm -hmm. and a great way for podcasts to get spread is by word of mouth and Mm -hmm. friends. Mm -hmm. A lot of shows I know, it's like, sometimes I just, you don't know the content is out there. Mm -hmm. So if you enjoy our show, tell somebody about it, post it on your Facebook page and share it it on Twitter and just say, hey, check these guys out. That's how I find a lot of shows. Mm-hmm. That's true. And, I, and shows that I've now, I'm a regular listener to is because somebody just suggested it yes. to me. And yeah. I listened to it. I was like, all right, I'll check it out. Actually, num- uh, the number one way that podcasts grow are, is by word of mouth. Even more so than people sharing and posting. I mean, that's great too. But actually saying that I like this show, you should listen to it. That does that's that's there's there are there are people who that's the only way they get shows. That's by, true. By people, people who recommend shows. People who them. spend a lot of time people spend a lot of time in their cars, driving commuting, and they, yes. they want to hear stuff. And I was actually very surprised. Like I started cleaning houses and I was very surprised. People they ask you, like, well, what do you do besides clean houses? I'm like, Well, I do a podcast. And they're mm-hmm. like, Well, send me the podcast. I yeah. listen. Right. I'm always very surprised at how many people are actually listening to actively listening to podcasts. Podcast. That's right. So tell your friends you don't know who's listening. So you tell them. Shout out to Flora Harris. Shout, shout out, out Flora. Shout out to Flora Harris. Yes. So, yes. <laughs> so, t- t- so this week, everybody, make a pledge. Tell somebody about the Shiznit Show. Tell them to listen to the Pot of Thrones and all the things on the Red Rock Network. Network. That's right. Tell your mama. Yeah, we're glad to have you. I, I, I just started listening to a, a, a podcast this week that's brand new that somebody just recommended to me. I'm like, all right, I'll check it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Okay. So with that, for Deja Monique. Hey, hey. For Pib Lily, Google me, bitch. I'm Dino Red saying, holla at your boy.
from all of our crew to listeners like you. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424 261 4878. This has been The Shiznit. You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network.